أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما نافعا اللهم أرنا الحق حقا وارزقنا اتباعه وأرنا الباطل باطلا وارزقنا اجتنابه Rabbi şrah li sadri ve yassir li emri ve ahlul uqdatan min lisani yafqahu qavli Assalamu alaikum ve rahmetullahi ve barakatuh Welcome to the Reflections on the Risale-i Nur by Bediüzzaman Said Nursi podcast series. This is Mustafa Tuna. You can listen to the episodes of this series wherever you listen to your podcasts or at the website www.reflections-rn.org İnşallah a copy of a rough translation of the text we will be studying reflecting upon today will be posted at this website too so ramadan is here a blessed ramadan to everybody who is listening and who is not listening may we all may we all be able to receive the blessings the effusions the the faith of this month inshallah and may we all leave it better than we have entered it may god give us patience may god make this month the blessings the beautiful effusions of this month a means for salvation for all of us in this world and the hereafter and may he make it a means for the improvement of the state of our brothers and sisters who are suffering in different parts of the world today and in the future Inshallah, we will continue reading the second section, second treatise of the 29th letter, which is about Ramadan. It is also called Treatise on Ramadan. It is composed of uh, nine subtle points. We read the first two subtle points. Inshallah, today we will continue from the third. But before that, let me uh, read the introduction, Inshallah, so that we are, we know what exactly uh, we are getting into. Okay, so Ustad Nursi starts this treatise or this section of the 29th letter by saying the following. Having discussed to some extent the tokens of Islam at the end of the first section, so as, as I said, this is the second section. In the first section, at the end of the first section, the concept of tokens of Islam, Sha'ari Islamiyah, was mentioned. And I, um, I talked about it a little bit in the previous episode. If you need to, please go ahead and listen to that in this section which will be about the noble ramadan the most brilliant and magnificent one among those tokens some of the wisdoms of the noble ramadan will be mentioned this second section comprises nine subtle points that expound nine out of many wisdoms of the noble ramadan شهر رمضان الذي أنزل فيه القرآن هدى للناس وبينات من الهدى والفرقان. It was in the month of Ramadan that the Quran was revealed as guidance for mankind, clear messages giving guidance and dis- uh, distinguishing between right and wrong. This is from the second chapter of Quran, uh, the Quran, verse 285, and the treatise, the treatise on Ramadan, is an interpretation a commentary on these uh, on these words uh, this section of the verse or Ustad Nursi only mentions this section of the verse but the the uh, you know verse in general and of course various uh, prophetic traditions various other uh, verses but this is the starting point and having started with that we read the first two subtle points inshallah once again we will continue with the third subtle point in this episode. Bismillah. Oruç hayatı içtimaiye insaniyeye baktığı cihetle çok hikmetlerinden bir hikmeti şudur ki One of the many wisdoms of fasting with regard to human social life is this. Actually at the beginning of the first subtle point Ustad Nursi also said that um, there are many wisdoms in fasting. 
So among the many wisdoms of fasting in the noble Ramadan, there are wisdoms that concern the lordship of the sublime real, the social life of the human being, his personal life, the disciplining of the lower soul, and the gratitude pertaining to divine blessings. And uh, in each subtle point, he is going through these various wisdoms one by one. In this third one, once again, we are going to look at one of the many wisdoms of fasting with regard to human social life. Human social life. People living together. İnsanlar maişet cihetinde muhtelif bir surette halk edilmişler. Cenab-ı Hak o ihtilafa binaen zenginleri fukaraların muavenetine davet ediyor. People have been created differently from the point of view of their livelihoods. Now the first thing that comes to my mind when I read this is that we should not be the way you know Qarun was. We should not say you know I earned all of this myself according you know, with my knowledge, with my skills, with my with with my you know hard labor. If we are better off in the world, that is because we are blessed with better things in the world. We are created that way. Our life is created that way. God apportioned that. God determined that for us. It is not from us. Nothing. Nothing aside from some defects and deficiencies is from us. In and of ourselves on left to our own means we cannot achieve anything we cannot even lift our hands therefore when we look around and see that people are in different states from the point of view of their livelihoods perhaps some are sweeping the streets and some have you know um cushy uh, cushy positions I don't know, the CEO of some company where he or she, yes, works hard, but earns maybe a thousand, maybe two thousand, maybe three thousand times more than whatever that, you know, street sweeper is earning just because he or she has that position. Some have higher intellect, or rather we should say some are given a higher level of intellect. Some are given some bodily skills. Let's say, you know, some are created with a body that is so good in playing basketball that they become a basketball star and earn millions of dollars. And some are not given that body. They, you know, they have a blue collar working job in some factory and they go every day, start their job at 8 a.m., finish at 5 p.m., and work day after day after day and make a meager living. So this is not from us. If we are better off, we have no right to claim that we own it. It is because of us. We should not enter into a state of hubris. People have been created differently. They have been created we need to underline the world the, the word created people have been created differently from the point of view of their livelihoods and there are wisdoms to this we are here in this world to recognize our lord's lordship to witness the manifestations of his divine names and attributes and if we were all created the same we could not have a spectrum of abilities to witness, to recognize his names and attributes. The one who is poorer and faces poverty and perhaps hunger recognizes the name Ar-Razak in a way that is different from the way that the one who has never known hunger in his life has always had enough perhaps more than enough to eat, right? That also, that person also recognizes the name of Razak, the provider, depending on whether the one who is facing hunger is able to show patience and the one who is 
in a living a life of plenty is able to show gratitude they may both end up acquiring spiritual rewards and leave this world in a good state or the one who is uh, facing poverty and hunger if he does not meet it with patience may lose if the one who is living a life of plenty if he does not meet it with gratitude may lose so <clears throat> there is an, a wisdom a beautiful and useful wisdom in us cre being created in different ways having different forms of livelihood now in addition to this wisdom this situation has consequences because of this difference the sublime real invites the rich to the assistance of the poor so we talked about patience and gratitude that is one aspect of uh, what befalls us as a consequence of the way we are created from the point of view of our, of our livelihoods and this is another one because of this difference the sublime real invites the rich to the assistance of the poor and in that too there will be manifestations of divine names the merciful the compassionate the generous the munificent for instance halbuki zenginler fukaranın acınacak acı hallerini ve açlıklarını oruçtaki açlıkla açlıkla tam hissedebilirler eğer oruç olmazsa nefisperest çok zenginler bulunabilir ki açlık ve fakirlik ne kadar eliyim ve onlar şefkate ne kadar muhtaç olduğunu idrak edemez bu cihette insaniyetteki hemcinsine şefkat ise şükrü hakikinin bir esasıdır without fasting many among the rich who are self-indulgent can perceive neither the pain of hunger and poverty nor how much the hungry and poor deserve to be shown compassion so it is a part of the order in which God has created human beings the world and human beings he has created them differently and another part of that order is that he has ordained the rich to show assistance to the poor how is that going to be well the rich needs to feel in addition to being commanded or coerced right do this do that that is one thing now sometimes we people do things just because they are commanded and they feel an obligation they are they feel a coercion to do so they do it because if they know that if they don't do it there will be consequences to this whatever it is let's uh let's say you know a young man or a young woman living with their parents they ate the dishes need to be done if this young man and woman let's say a, an adolescent is going to make it uh, more real if this adolescent young man or young woman just gets up does the dishes because he or she thinks that my parents have taken care of me up to this age they are elder than me i should be serving them uh, you know god will give me a reward for this or you know even without thinking the reward simply because he or she wants to be good to his or her parents that's one thing another thing is the parents may say okay take the, take care of the dishes we have other things to do and the adolescent may respond so what, what you know what happens if i don't what do i lose do i lose my screen time do i lose my weekly allowance or what do i get will you give me some you know extra on my allowance if i do the dishes so in all these cases the adolescent is doing the dishes in the end but what is the adolescent acquiring from it and what is the state in which he or she is doing it so for instance we are as believers all required to pay charity if we have the means and um, or rather we are all required to pay the obligatory alms zakat 
every year if you have the means you have if you have a uh, an amount of money that is above a certain limit you know some may be giving it just because they think if i don't give it uh, you know the baraka will escape my income there my income will be hurt or if i don't give it there will be a punishment for it in the hereafter and this is valid this is valid this is not a bad thing he or she is still giving it but the one who gives it because well he wants to earn the pleasure of god and also because he or she has this inner urge to be of assistance to those who are not given the same level of means right that's different that is more precious that is something that warms the heart that is something that illuminates the spirit that is something that elevates the rank so being able to feel that urge right with the worship that we are involved in it is important and something that we want to have now we don't worship for the feel of it that's a different question right this is a, a an indication of the level of ikhlas right purity in purpose to what extent are we doing it for god's sake even when we do it for other people right even when we are rendering service to other people to what extent are we doing it for god's sake and to what extent are we motivated for it without fasting many among the rich who are self-indulgent can perceive neither the pain of hunger and poverty nor how much the hungry and poor deserve to be shown compassion we want to feel that we want all the rich all those who have means to feel that we want them to be motivated and on top of that then we will have the injunctions of the quran the encouragements of the quran and the prophetic traditions and the examples of the uh, companions of the prophet وسلم, and the righteous among us to give to be generous to be munificent to have compassion to to have sympathy to recognize the pain that our fellow human being is experiencing when we see him when we when we when we see him passing in the street or on the screen or wherever we don't want to be psychopaths right fasting without fasting many among the rich who are self-indulgent so not all of them but many who are self-indulgent who have um who the whom the world has deceived and turn to focus on themselves alone and now are living for the pleasure of it and because of the level of amount of pleasure that they are able to afford they have forgotten that there is an end to this all they have fallen into a state of heedlessness and forgetfulness once again as we mentioned before in the in the past episode they have been desensitized this is not in the innate human creation we are not created this way small children recognize their own weakness and how much it hurts when they hurt and when they see other people hurt they are concerned they are moved but as we live our lives we can become desensitized and we can move away from that true pure way nature that our lord has created us in you know unless there is a mental problem or something that's you know that's something that we need to put aside and that has its own reasons and wisdoms we need to reconnect so how do we reconnect how do we reconnect to our pure human nature to our innate nature to ahsan taqwim in which our to the highest of the high in which our lord has created us 
we need exercise for this we need awareness we need we need to be aware that this is a problem and we need to do things that will help us reconnect without fasting so ramadan and fasting is an opportunity for all of us to reconnect to our pure nature to recognize to recognize our human reality to recognize our weakness impotence neediness and in our own weakness impotence and neediness to recognize the impotence weakness and neediness of others and therefore to have compassion for them without fasting many among the rich who are self-indulgent can perceive neither the pain of hunger and poverty nor how much the hungry and poor deserve to be shown compassion bu cihette insaniyetteki hemcinsine şefkat ise şükrü hakikinin bir esasıdır yet such compassion for one's fellow human being is the essence of true gratitude this is an important sentence the person who is blessed with various blessings of his lord and you know all of us all of us are blessed with bestows of our lord at all times regardless of whether we are poor or rich or whatever every breath is a bestowal from our lord and we need to have gratitude for it regardless of the state that we are in unless we are in a state of disbelief or something may god protect us from that as long as we are in a state of belief which is the foremost blessing right we we we have to have gratitude for that and everything we have that surround us in our lives however if a person is richer has more compared to others there is more gratitude that is incumbent upon that person and showing compassion to one's fellow human being is part of the gratitude that that person is going to show to his lord if i do not recognize what is bestowed upon me the blessings that i am surrounded with as from my lord i cannot show gratitude because gratitude is this response to blessing if i recognize them as my lord i can also recognize that the other person is not receiving the same level i can recognize that i was needy and my need is fulfilled the other person's need is still needs to be fulfilled then i can recognize that part of my role in this is to pass on to the other one if i know what i have what i happen to hold in my possession as from my lord and not my own property then i will be able to pass it on to the others with more ease therefore if gratitude gratitude is connected to knowing it from my lord giving it to other people fulfilling their needs showing compassion to them is directly related to gratitude it is in fact the essence of true gratitude because i'm not just saying alhamdulillah right i'm not just saying praise be to lord my god you know thank you god etc i need to do this too but i am showing my gratitude with my actions i am recognizing the meaning of gratitude and that is reflecting on my deeds Bu cihette insaniyetteki hem cinsine şefkat ise şükrü hakikinin bir esasıdır. Hangi fert olursa olsun kendinden bir cihette daha fakiri bulabilir. Ona karşı şefkate mükelleftir. Eğer nefsine açlık çektirmek mecburiyeti olmazsa şefkat vasıtasıyla muavenete mükellef olduğu ihsanı ve yardımı yapamaz. Yapsa da tam olamaz. Çünkü hakiki o haleti kendi nefsinde hissetmiyor. Every person can find someone who is poorer in some respect than himself. 
and every person is accountable for showing compassion to that poorer person so this is not only about having millions of dollars in the bank account this is not only about having a full stomach there are people out there who have full stomachs but empty hearts there are people out there who have millions in the bank account but perhaps not enough health perhaps they don't have um, people in their lives who are going to help them enjoy life there are people out there who are rich but contemplating suicide all the time because they cannot find fulfillment in life because they don't have people whom they love and who love them every person can find someone who is poorer in some respect than himself so poverty is not only about money and material wealth poverty is about not having that which we need our neediness is a measure of our poverty and our inability to procure what we need in our state of proper, uh, poverty is a measure of our impotence we are all needy we are all impotent what we need determines our poverty and since we need different things we are created in ways that subject us to different pieces of information different ideas different imaginations different desires and ambitions we can all feel poverty in one way or another and we are all in a state from one respect or from some respects in that state we are better off than others every person can find someone who is poorer in some respect than himself and every person is accountable for showing compassion to that poorer person the street sweeper may have a happy family and a boss of a you know, let's say a factory boss who is passing by in a in a you know really expensive car may not have a happy family maybe going through a divorce the street sweeper may have a few nice words to say to this person that's going to brighten his day warm up his day then the street sweeper needs to give charity to the boss with a smile perhaps as the prophet said right a smile to to you know smile to a fellow human being or smile to a fellow believer it is it is charity too we need to seek means ways of giving charity not only in wealth however however that is where we feel it most we feel it in our stomachs and therefore the fasting in ramadan is an important reminder for all of us to notice recognize the neediness of our fellow human beings in their states of poverty every person can find someone who is poorer in some respect than himself and every person is accountable for showing compassion to that poorer person without the obligation to subject one's lower soul to hunger one cannot fulfill the bestowal and assistance for which he is held accountable by means of compassion subhanallah this is also a really important um, observation without the obligation to subject one's lower soul to hunger one cannot fulfill the bestowal and assistance for which he is held accountable by means of compassion so we are all held accountable to fill to fulfill the bestowal and assistance right to our fellow human beings in in some respect we are better off than other people and that brings an obligation on us to show assistance to them we are held accountable for this how well one way for this is that you know in the quran god tells us to give alms the prophet وسلم, encourages us to do so with his you know so many uh, sayings and his his example 
the righteous tell us, the companions tell us, the followers of the companions tell us, etc. etc. This is all in the we can you know compile these together and we can think of that as uh, the, the nas, like the scripture in the Quran and the prophetic traditions, and in the example of others which reflect the the teachings of the Quran and the prophetic traditions. This is the scripture. Now there is another way in which we are obliged to help our fellow human beings. It is something that is built in, that is hardwired into our innate nature. Compassion. We are created to feel compassion. When we see someone, something in a state of need, there is something that moves us to feel it and to be motivated to help compassion so one is the book of revelation the other is the book of creation and they both oblige us to extend our hands to give assistance to our fellow human beings however that compassion needs to be felt when it is felt then it translates into purity of purpose in the deeds that motivation that we have been talking about and when we have that motivation in assisting our fellow human being we do it in a way that does not break their hearts we do it in a way that you know lifts them up emotionally too we do it in a way that that is not you know simply getting rid of an obligation but that shows concern attention care that actually tries to solve the problem and that turns into an elevation of our and perhaps others ranks without that we don't we don't have the same results and therefore Stadnus here says and even if he fulfills i.e even if he gives the money for instance it cannot be complete it is not perfect for he is not experiencing he is not experiencing that very state himself so there is a beautiful wisdom and benefit in the fasting of ramadan that makes us connect to our innate nature the highest of the high the beautiful way that in which god has created us and when we are connected with that innate nature we are in a state to turn out to the world see the needs of our fellow humans and also other creation uh, creatures too and be motivated run to their assistance with a pure heart that then shows in our deeds which increases the consequences the outcomes of our deeds fourth subtle point ramazan şerifteki oruç nefsin terbiyesine baktığı cihetindeki çok hikmetlerinden bir hikmeti şudur ki one of the many wisdoms of the fasting of the honorable ramadan with regard to the disciplining of the lower soul is this yes the lower soul nafs our worst enemy our worst enemy it needs to be disciplined if we do not discipline it we don't end successful it it covers our hearts with rust it leads us to sins that cover our hearts with rust it stands before its lord not with humility but with hubris we need to train it we need to discipline it and in the ramadan there is an opportunity to discipline it nefis kendini hür ve serbest ister ve öyle telakki eder hatta mevhum bir rububiyet ve keyfe ma'yaşa hareketi fıtri olarak arzu eder hadsiz nimetlerle terbiye olunduğunu düşünmek istemiyor hususan dünyada servet ve iktidarı da varsa 
gaflet dahi yardım etmişse, bütün bütün gasibane, hırsızcasına nimet ilahiyeyi hayvan gibi yutar. So what is the state of the lower soul? The lower soul wants to be free and independent. It wants to be free and independent, not to be constrained. Wants to wants to do whatever it wants to do. Wants to be individual, not part of something bigger that may impose some some constraints on it. And of course, this is all deception. The lower soul or the the human being can never be free. We are either under the command of, constrained by reality, the reality of our you know human situation, by our Lord, listening to heeding his um, prohibitions, recommendations, obligations, or the society, right? It may be a, a society that is not a society of believers, but it will still have certain rules and regulations. So let's say that we freed ourselves from all of these. What is left? Well, the wants of the lower soul is left. The lower soul is a constraint on itself because, well, it wants food, it wants water liquid to drink something once it has the food and the drink when it's you know satiated then it wants i don't know a a better a, a higher temperature once that is satiated it wants a more light in the room once that's satiated it wants this and that there, there's no end to this it doesn't know where to stop it is not stoppable unless it is stopped from outside the lower soul wants to be free and independent and considers itself to be so that's the other problem not only it wants you know it, it can want all, all it wants that that's okay but it considers itself to be so it then decides attempts to act as if it is free and independent which is a contradiction because it cannot be free and independent but it considers itself be, to be so. As an aspect of its innate nature, so this is the innate nature of the lower soul, nafs lamara, the evil commanding soul, the compulsive soul. It can be trained and it's, it, it can then, you know, become a, a, a helper on the path to God. It can you know, rise up to the level of the blaming soul and then rise up to the level of the content soul, etc., etc., but at the very basic level, it is like like animal, you know, like a baby, for instance. When the baby is hungry, the baby cries. You can't tell the baby, please don't cry. We don't have food now, but in half an hour, it's going to be ready. But the baby doesn't care. The baby doesn't understand that. The baby has the nafs, the, this you know, animalistic instinct that says, my stomach is craving, and this means I'm going to scream for food. Same for you know, animals. You can't tell unless you train them through conditioning, which is also necessary for the nest, right? You can't tell a, a lion, look, the meat is here and I know you're hungry and it's in front of you, but please don't touch it. I'm, I don't know, like, I, I'm, I'm sparing that meat for dinner tonight, therefore don't touch it. The lion won't listen to you, right? As an aspect of its innate nature, it even, the lower soul, even desires a supposed lordship. May God protect us. This is the really bad part. It even desires a supposed lordship. I have this. I have that. As if I created the, you know, hills over there. It's as if I created the lakes. It's as if I created these gardens, these trees, the fruits from those trees. I have them. They are mine. It even desires... No, it doesn't have, but it desires, and when it desires, it acts as if that is the case. It even desires a supposed lordship and desires to act however it wishes. 
it does not want to take into consideration that it is being nurtured by means of unlimited blessings that surround it. If it could recognize the reality of its state, that it needs air, it needs food, it needs the earth to be firm so it doesn't fall into it, it needs this and that, and all of these are provided to it without any contribution from it, it would probably start to recognize that, hold on one second, I'm not the Lord, there is a Lord who has all of this and who is in charge, and I need to turn to him, etc. No, it does not want to take into consideration that it is being nurtured by means of unlimited blessings that surround it. Especially if it has wealth and power in the world, such deception. If, if it has wealth and power in the world and heedlessness has also come to its assistance, it devours divine blessings like an animal, as if usurping or stealing them. So the animal, when it finds the, the lion, when it finds the meat, it just eats it, does not think twice, has no second tier of evaluation, as they you know call it in psychology. It just wants and it eats. It doesn't only eat, it devours without thinking, without any consideration for whether it's like halal or haram, whether somebody else needs it, whether it belongs to me or not, whether you know I need to apportion it so that you know it, it lasts for a week. No, it just devours divine blessings like an animal. Now, Sometimes animals don't do it. They may apportion, they may you know, put on the side, etc. But even then, they are going to do this because of the, the, the hard wiring that their lower souls have. So the human lower soul, if it has fallen into heedlessness, especially if it has wealth and power and therefore feels itself invincible and untouchable, then it devours. İşte Ramazan-ı Şerif'te en zenginden en fakire kadar herkesin nefsi anlar ki kendisi malik değil, memluktur. Hür değil, abddir. Emrolunmazsa en adi ve en rahat şeyi de yapamaz. Elini suya uzatamaz diye mevhum rububiyeti kırılır, ubudiyeti takınır, hakiki vazifesi olan şükre girer. Yet, in the honorable Ramadan, the lower soul of everyone from the richest to the poorest. Here we are equalized. We are fasting. Right? The, uh, down, at down, the you know sun uh, started to send its ray through the atmosphere. Doesn't matter how many millions of dollars you have in the bank account. If you are fasting, you will stop eating. We are equalized. From the richest to the poorest. They all understand, the lower soul of everyone understands that it does not own anything. It does not own anything. It is owned. It is not free, but a slave. If not commanded to do so, it cannot do the simplest and easiest thing. Waiting by the table five minutes before fast break iftar time, with a bowl of you know steaming beautiful smelling soup he cannot take the spoon and start eating you know it's one of the easiest thing that this person has done for so many years in his life it's easy to take the spoon and you know take to his mouth now it is not easy how many different muscles and nerves and you know are working for that to happen but Put that aside, it feels easy. But he, he cannot even do that. The lower soul of that person, right, cannot extend its hand to water even. And thus, its supposed lordship is broken. Hold on one second, I thought this was all mine. I was lord of all of this, but I cannot extend my hand to the cup of water because the, the command has not come yet. I haven't heard the adhan, right? When I hear the adhan, then the command is break your fast, but 
that did not come yet. I cannot extend my hand to that cup of water. Hold on one second. Maybe I don't own it. I, I don't own it. And thus, its supposed lordship is broken. It assumes a state of worshipful slavehood or buddhiya and enters into a state of gratitude. If I don't own anything, I am owned and all my needs are being taken care of. Of course, I am going to be grateful for, for, for this nurturing that surrounds me, for all these blessings that surround me, for this life, for this family, for this health, for this wealth. I am going to be grateful. I am going to be in a state of gratitude. Not only, you know, I'm, I'm not only going to say Alhamdulillah once and continue devouring. No, I am now feeling the reality of it. I am entering into a state of gratitude. My state is changing, right? Enters into a state of gratitude, which is its tr true duty. What is the duty of the lower soul? Or what is one of the wisdoms in us having the lower soul that constantly asks for things, demands, desires? What is the purpose of this, these desires? When they are fulfilled, when those needs are met, we understand that there is someone who is fulfilling our desires and meeting our needs through this, that fulfillment we recognize the bestower and that is our true duty we are here to recognize appreciate show gratitude to and worship the bestower when aime hakiki the true bestower fifth subtle point ramazan sherifin orucu Nefsin tehzibi ahlakına ve serkeşane muamelelerinden vazgeçmesi cihetine baktığı noktasındaki çok hikmetlerinden birisi şudur ki One of the many wisdoms of the fasting of the honorable Ramadan with regard to the refinement of the lower soul's manners and its abandonment of drunk-like transactions is this. Drunk-like transactions. So what does that mean? When we are drunk, we lose connection with our intellect we cannot judge things truly we cannot relate you know things to one another truly we are in a state in which we do meaningless things we do harmful things we do things without consciousness right if we are living going about this world without awareness of what it is meant for why we are here, where we are going to. What is our duty? If we have no awareness of all of these, we are drunk. Even if we have not put a drop of alcohol in our mouths, even if we have not taken anything that would cause inebriation, we are drunk. So we need to refine the lower soul's manners so that it does not move around like drunk without awareness and consciousness. So that it does not pull us into the pits of hellfire. And Ramadan, once again, especially the fasting of Ramadan, has important uh, benefits with the, from this point of view. Nefsi insaniye gafletle kendini unutuyor. Mahiyetindeki hadsiz aczi, nihayetsiz fakrı. Gayet derecedeki kusurunu göremez ve görmek istemez. Hem ne kadar zayıf ve zevale maruz ve musibetlere hedef bulunduğunu ve çabuk bozulur dağılır et ve kemikten ibaret olduğunu düşünmez. Adeta Polat'tan bir vücudu var gibi, laye mutane, kendini ebedi tahayyül eder gibi dünyaya saldırır. Şedid bir hırs ve tamahla ve şiddetli alaka ve muhabbetle dünyaya atılır. Her lezzetli ve menfaatli şeylere bağlanır. Hem kendini kemal-i şefkatle terbiye eden Halık'ını unutur. Hem netice-i hayatını ve hayat uhreviyesini düşünmez. Ahlak-ı seyyiye içinde yuvarlanır. Now this is another observation about the human lower soul. A, an, an explanation of the state of the human lower soul. 
the human lower soul forgets itself, forgets its true state. As a result of heedlessness, heedlessness, that is one of the most dangerous things. Ghafla, right? We stop being aware of reality as reality is. And in, in reality, right? In reality as reality is, we are, we are incapable of, we are incapable of procuring any of our needs. But we forget with heedlessness, you know, as we are going about the world, if I'm happy right now, I don't recognize that, that, you know, this happiness is the product of so many blessings. We forget. It cannot and does not want to see the unlimited impotence, endless poverty, and utmost level of deficiency in its quiddity, in its created nature. Now, this is, uh, you know, I want to highlight this. It cannot and does not want to see. Then it needs to be shown. It does not want to see, but seeing it is to its own benefit. Then it needs to be shown. We all need to. So when we say we here, of course, we, the nafs is our, a part of us, but we also have intellect, we also have heart, we also have conscience, which done, which is like a compass that always shows what is true, what is right. We all have spirit. We all have this connection to our Lord, right? We need to gather the forces of all of those and confront our lower souls and show it. Left to its own means, it cannot and does not want to see the unlimited impotence, endless poverty, and utmost level of deficiency in its quiddity. Furthermore, it does not think of how weak it is, that it is subject to extinction. In this world, of course, worldly extinction. It is the target of calamities. It is the target of calamities. You think that you are going to go about forever with health and wealth? No, you will be tested. And it is composed of fast decaying and disintegrating flesh and bone. At the end of the day, you are made of the same thing that that sheep whose meat you are eating. In terms of your material existence, in terms of, of your spirit, your heart, your conscience, your intellect, that is a different question. But if you reduce yourself to your flesh and bone, you, you are flesh and bone. That is, that is what your worth is. It does not think any of this. It attacks the world as if it has a body of steel. Nothing happens to me. I am 17, strong, young, healthy. As if it has a body of steel, as if it is immortal, as if it is imagining itself to be eternal. You look from outside and you observe what it is doing. You, as if it, it is thinking that it is eternal, it is eternally to stay here. But you know, from experience and from history, that no soul has walked this earth but tasted death. It attacks the world as if it has a body of steel, as if it is immortal, as if it is imagining itself to be eternal. It throws itself onto the world with intense craving and greed, with passionate attachment and love. It becomes attached to everything that gives pleasure or benefit to it without thinking, is this really good? Yeah, that, that money that came from interest, you know, I, I, I put money in the bank and at the end of the year, I had put $100. At the end of the year, gave, gave, they gave me $110. That's sweet. I can do, you know, I can do so much with those $10. It throws itself onto the world with intense craving and greed without thinking, but hold on one second, this is haram, this is prohibited. This is something that my Lord, who is the true owner of all wealth, told me not to take. 
the nafs, the lower soul, does not want to hear that. It just becomes attached to everything that gives pleasure to it, benefit to it. Furthermore, it forgets about its creator, that's the worst. It forgets about its creator who nurtures it with, with perfect compassion. Despite all of this, you know, the, my Lord sees my needs and neediness and poverty and despite all my rebelliousness and sinfulness, my state that, should, that, that, that deserves shame only, he continues to feed me. He continues to keep me in existence. He continues to enable me to breathe and walk and talk. How can we explain this if not by his compassion? It does not, the lower soul, does not think about the conclusion of its life. Yeah, there is an end to it. How will it end? The lower soul does not think about it, nor about its life in the hereafter. It wallows in a state of bad character. Just wallows, without thinking. Rolls through the earth like a rock desensitized, unaware, rolls downhill. İşte Ramazan-ı Şerif'teki oruç, en gafillere ve mütemerritlere zaafını ve aczini ve fakrını ihsas ediyor. Açlık vasıtasıyla midesini düşünüyor, midesindeki ihtiyacını anlar. Zayıf vücudu ne derece çürük olduğunu hatırlıyor, ne derece merhamete ve şefkate muhtaç olduğunu derk eder. Nefsin firavunluğunu bırakıp kemale aciz ve fakr ile dergah-ı ilahiyeye iltica, ilticaya bir arzu hisseder ve bir şükrü manevi eliyle rahmet kapısını çalmaya hazırlanır eğer gaflet kalbini bozmamışsa. Thus, the fasting in the honorable Ramadan makes even the most heedless and most obstinate one once recognize their weakness, impotence and poverty. Right? If the person is you know, fasting, even if it is a really heedless person, even if it is a really obstinate person, they will recognize their weakness, impotence and poverty. But of course, this is for the believer. The believer who has also taken the step to act on what he believes. The fasting in the honorable Ramadan makes even the most heedless and most obstinate ones recognize their weakness, impotence and poverty. And we also understand from this that just believing is not enough. Knowing that God is one, all of this is from God, etc. That is not enough. I mean, inshallah, anyone who has a level of faith, even if it is you know as big as a mustard seed, inshallah, we are taught will enter paradise. But what when we say enough, we mean you know success in eternity, escaping hellfire, earning the contentment of our Lord, elevating our ranks in paradise, inshallah. The fasting in the honorable Ramadan makes even the most heedless and most obstinate ones recognize their weakness. So even the believers can be heedless and obstinate then they need this extra urge, extra training, extra disciplining to act in accordance with what they believe and also to perfect, to reach excellence in their deeds. And how, how can that be possible? Well, the first step is to recognize that they are weak, that they are impotent, they are in a state of poverty, and although they are weak, they are giving, they are being given power. Some power is supporting them through the world. Although they are impotent and needy in a state of poverty, their needs are being met. So, who is it that is doing this? Who is it that is nurturing me in the way that he is nurturing me with all these blessings and bestowals and beauties, all this care and, and apparent, apparently as seen 
as observed in what I'm experiencing with love. One thinks about his stomach as a result of hunger. So one aspect of that neediness that we feel several times a day and that is closest to, to you know, us uh, with regard to its impact on our acts and actions and experiences is hunger. One thinks about his stomach as a result of hunger and understands the neediness of his stomach. He remembers, now, I'm hungry, I'm craving, and I cannot have the food, and this, you know, when, when, when a person is weak, one also falls weak, as, uh, as we might remember from the, uh, from, from the uh, tradition in which we understand the lower soul was asked um, when God created all souls and gathered them, the lower soul was asked, am I not your Lord? God asked, and the lower soul said, no, I am, I am, you are what you are. And then the, the lower soul was you know, subjected to punishment, and fire, and this and that. And each time it came back and said, I am, I am, and you are what you are. And then the lower soul was subjected to hunger. Now, hunger is something that brings us down from inside. When there is an external pain, external challenge, de depending on our internal strength, we can face it. But hunger takes away, like sickness, takes away our internal strength. It disintegrates us from inside. So the lower soul, after it was subjected to hunger, was brought before its Lord and asked, Am I not your Lord? And he said, You are my Lord and I am your, your impotent slave. So with fasting, a person remembers how fragile, fragile his weak body is. He perceives how much he is in need of mercy and compassion. He drops the lower soul's pharaoh like hubris. May God protect us from it. Feels a desire to take refuge in the divine court in a state of complete impotence and poverty because that impotence and poverty become intercessors. They intercede before God for us. They are... They... they, they attract compassion and mercy and thus the person who is fasting in ramadan prepares to knock on the doors of mercy with the hand of metaphysical gratitude a gratitude that is felt at the very core of our being if heedlessness has not spoiled his heart if his heart has not totally spoiled covered all in black without return and therefore he won't even fast may god protect us from that and may god help us to catch these meanings in our fasting may it not simply be a you know several hours in a day in which we don't drink and eat and not do other things but may it be an opportunity for us to recognize that we are his slaves and that is the most beautiful thing that we can imagine that we are his god's slaves so this is the end of the uh, sixth uh, fifth subtle point we will continue from the sixth inshallah um i just heard actually in the middle of this recording that a dear friend of mine Soheb sultan who was the chaplain muslim chaplain of princeton university and whom i had met when i first came to america many years ago to do an ma has passed away he had cancer and he was uh, struggling with that for a while and he passed away in a very young age that is a lesson for all of us that we are all his slaves his is the life that we have 
he gives it to whomever he wants whenever he wants and he takes it whenever whoever from whomever whenever he wants mashallah so he lived a beautiful life and may his end and akhirah hereafter also be beautiful and may god give patience to those who are left behind um from those people who are listening to this recording inshallah i will request that they recite surah al-fatiha um, for Suhaib's spirits, Suhaib's soul too, along with everybody else that we have in our intentions when we recite Surah Al-Fatiha, the Prophet all the prophets before him, all the saints of God after him, all the companions and the followers of the companions and the imams of our schools of theology and schools of jurisprudence, all the righteous of God and all the believers who are who are who have passed away and become dirt and earth by now are close ones who have passed away and in addition to all of those specifically with name for Suhaib Sultan inshallah subhanaka la ilma lana illa ma 'allamtana innaka antal alimul hakim wa akhiru da'wahu man alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin al fatiha allahumma salli ala sayyidina muhammad Bismillahirrahmanirrahim.